you know, back in the late 1900s and I was running around trying to find up from down, I didn't know if I should, you know, wind my butt or scratch my watch half the time. I was just trying to figure out life. But I had a friend that was dedicated to education and he spent that time getting two PhDs, one in theology and one in uh, economics and how the central banks work, focusing on inflation. Bored me to death. Yeah, thinking, when would you ever use that? Yawner. <laughs> but I'm so glad he did. Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. I mean, somebody had to do it. Uh, yes. I mean, We're thankful. I didn't feel like joining you, winding your butt and scratching your watch. So I didn't didn't know what to do. I was just running around in circles, chasing my tail. And luckily, you had your nose in the books and, and we're figuring this stuff out. And this, this fine-tuned mix between yeah. what's happening naturally in our, our government and the banks, how it works globally. And where's God in the mix as well? Because you know, that is so critical in this stage. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so thankful. Your dad was a mentor of ours. We said this before. We've known you for 25 years. But everything you know has never been more relevant than like literally right mm -hmm. this moment because you're, you're, you're saving people what they've worked their whole life for. I feel like every single person we connect with you, it's like throwing another, you know, where those uh, starfish, starfish. starfish back in the ocean. Yep. Well, here, here's the thing. God isn't in the mix on this one. When you look at the policies mm -hmm. coming out of D.C., but it's not that he's disappeared. He's watching all of it, right? And I think through all of this, people will ultimately flock back to him, right? Because yes. because what's what the enemy means for destruction, God will turn into good. It always happens that way, right? So, yes. so I mean, but I'm not saying I, we know how the story ends, but boy, the next few chapters to get to that point is going to be yeah. pretty pretty nasty, I think. And mm -hmm. and so I mean, it, it doesn't even take two PhDs to figure some of this out. To, I, even if you just fogged up a mirror, you could actually write that <laughs> You know, this is bad. Okay, there's hope. There's hope. I mean, you could. Yeah. Because what they're doing is just absolutely the worst. So everything that they're doing is is creating inflation, right? If Even if you look at the old bill that they just did like two weeks ago, right? The, the inflation reduction bill, clean energy stuff, over $400 billion spent on that. Um, all that does is, is, you know, reduces emission standards. I mean, all this kind of stuff. So it's like, man, all that ever does is create gas prices to go through the roof, right? The fact yeah. that they're going to put a 15% minimum tax on companies that have over a billion dollars a year in revenue, like Amazon, let's say, well, I'm not saying that, that I agree or disagree with the tax policy of all those write-offs places like Amazon generally pay like zero tax, right? Cause they go mm -hmm. offshore, they do whatever, but when you have this bill, it says minimum 15%. Are they going to eat that? No, they're going to raise prices 15%. See, yep. all of everything that they're doing to try to generate more government revenue is going to cause prices right. to go up. So, so true. Yeah, actually, so I've got a, I've got a few different articles here that I wanted to go over. Real quick. It, it, no, and all this would be different if you could trust the government to spend your money, like with discretion yeah. and restraint and like, oh, like they're just, it, it's a big burden on them. You know, I, I have a daughter, she's amazing, love her to death, but I've never met somebody that was wealthy enough that they could send her to Costco with their credit card and say, no restrictions, no supervision. Uh, she would clean them out. You know, I don't care, like Jeff Bezos, you know, could not provide her a credit card to, to go to Costco alone, unsupervised. It just blacks out. You know, that's the government when it comes to spending. It's just like, <gasps> Let's go for it. Yeah, it's so well, true. Listen, and so their dumb policies are now affecting my 
eating habits, right? So yeah, make me mad because I okay. So I went. I wanted to go to Chipotle yesterday and get a steak burrito, right? But but there's no steak, and so I I got mad and I googled it. Right? <laughs> there's there's really not much steak anywhere in the country because a lot of the cows had to be slaughtered because the feed is too much because they didn't have fertilizer to make the uh, yield. Yep. So these stupid policies are now, you, you can't really get steak. And if you can, the prices go through the roof, right? So, so anyways, a chicken burrito, which is probably more healthy for me, <laughs> but it wasn't as good. That's the point. No. So, so anyways, you've got all this stuff going on. The fed in their minutes, um, and there's an article I got from CNBC that you can mm-hmm. put on the screen there. So the Fed, in their own words, sees interest rate hikes continuing until inflation eases, what, just a little? No, substantially. substantially. They need to have inflation ease substantially until that point they're going to continue raising rates. So in their own words, this is this is what they're talking about. So, so I've I've heard you know people on on mainstream media saying, oh, they're going to start to taper and slow down their interest rate hikes because it's really having a good effect. It's like no, out of their own words, they say this: we're going to continue the rate hikes until the inflation kind of goes away a lot, right? So, so Crazy. expect more of what we've got, become used to over the last four mm-hmm. months, which is. Eggs going up 49%, the price of gas doubling since Biden yep. took over. Um, corn, wheat, steel, groceries, cars, everything going through the roof, mm-hmm. right? Now that OPEC is is going to actually cut production of, of oil, now you're going to see oil prices go through the roof, right? So yeah. so this is all just economics 101 type stuff. But but a lot of this is is not rocket science to figure out. That's so, a title there. With inflation running at a 40-year high, 36% of U.S. adults tapped into their savings to cover basic living expenses. You were reading an article on that. Uh, it was like almost $700 a month uh, Yeah, just shy, just shy of $800 a month is what it costs to live today uh, versus uh, two years ago. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a problem. So they're they're digging into their retirements. Well, right or their savings. Right now in America, our savings rates are the lowest ever. Wow. I mean, they're the lowest ever. So it's not like they can really tap into it too much. They tap into it for maybe a couple months. It's gone. Yeah. Well, then what are they going to do? See, we're, we're on, the, on the precipice of, of really some bad negative type stuff happening in the economy. And it's going to happen right before the election, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot of people saying dates. I, I'd never say a date. However, what we're seeing right now is progressing so rapidly with people running out of money, people not spending. They're trying to keep things afloat. Yeah, you know, just earlier this week, the stock market had it was on Monday, the the worst day since June um, of the Dow was down like 600 points. Right. And so so they're going to continue to raise rates because they have to to slow down inflation. The more they do that, the more the markets are going to impact be impacted negatively. Right. Mm-hmm. The more people are going to be impacted negatively because they already can't afford to live. Yeah. So what does that look like down the road? Well, look at what's happening in Turkey. Right. So so Turkey shocked the markets with a rate cut despite inflation of near 80 percent. 80 percent. Yeah. So here's where we start to get into a political pickle. So when inflation's at 80%, they should raise rates to try to slow it down, right? They didn't. 
they did a rate cut. And why? So they did a rate cut because places like China are dumping other countries' treasuries like it's yesterday's garbage, right? So they're getting rid of U.S. treasuries. They're dumping European treasuries, Japanese treasuries on the open market because the higher that rates go, the, the more that the price of those bonds comes down. So a month, two, three months down the road, they know that rates are going to be rising. They want they don't want to get stuck with a bond that they're going to have to sell at a lower price than what they could have today. So there's this mass a dumping of, of other countries' treasuries on the open market by China. So what Turkey tried to do is if you cut rates, the value of your bonds goes up. So they're saying, hey, world, don't, don't dump our stuff. We can't afford it, right? So they're lowering interest rates, which is actually going to make their inflation worse because they don't want other companies, countries to dump their treasuries because they can't afford it. They still need the money coming in. This is when political policy, when when legislative action starts to become toxic. And I would I would venture to guess that inflation in Turkey starts to grow exponentially after a move like that. But they're stuck. They can't they can't face the the fact that they might other countries might start dumping their treasury bonds because they can't afford that. They need that foreign capital inflow coming in. So they just chose the you know the the ugliest you know kitty in the litter right it's like yeah. all right we're we what's worse um basically the massive inflation or 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 other countries dumping our treasuries oh. either way it's, it's a bad situation bad. and that's where things starting to head because of bad public policy okay so these sound really bad how does this affect us um and what should we do to try to protect ourselves like practically, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, practically, what what people used to do, you know, which was which was valid back in like two thousand and nine when the stock market was collapsing, people went into cash, mm-hmm. which, which is great. It's like sit on the sideline, get out of the market, don't don't take participate in that market correction. Being in cash right now isn't a good option because inflation is so high. It's like approaching twenty five percent a year unofficially. So any cash that you have is a guarantee to lose about 25% a year. So what worked in the past doesn't work now. What I would do now is I would go into silver because it's a tangible asset. It's a thing. It goes up with inflationary pressures. That's going to be your your basically your safe haven and the peace in the midst of the storm, right? Like really when people are going through any kind of crisis in life, well, who should they turn to? They should turn to Jesus, right? Because he is the peace in the midst of the storm. Yeah. Sometimes he calmed it. Sometimes, you know, he was peace in the midst of it. The end result is still peace. Well, in this financial storm, we can't go back to what we knew in the past because the whole world has changed. Right. Cash doesn't work. Well, when stocks used to stink, people would go into bonds. And when bonds would stink, they would go into stocks. But when they all stink together at the same time, what do you do? I would go into silver it's a great inflationary asset because it goes up with inflation because it's a thing. That's how you protect yourself in an inflationary world. When everything seems to be crumbling, you go into something that's real, that has value, that's tangible, that that'll actually have meaning when it's all said and done. Not only yeah. will it have meaning, it will allow you to thrive instead of just survive. 
Well, actually, has a has a really really high floor. Even our daughter who's been a school teacher, like taking part, like take take some of your money, just get it out of the mechanism and get it into silver. Mm -hmm. And she she did that that whole time. You don't have to have large amounts of money if you have an IRA and you see it going down every month when you look at your reports. Get it into silver. Flyovergold.com just simply gets you in a landing page. One of the schedulers will connect you with, with with Kirk and his team. They have the infrastructure to be able to help you, and then even better. Even better, they can get you back out of silver and into something else when the time comes. And so you're, it's a it's a long term relationship, not a one time transaction. Flyvergold.com seven two zero six zero five three nine zero zero. Flyvergold.com is easy to remember. It's easier to spell than Kirk or Elliot or PhD. So Flyvergold.com simply just gets you in their world. But 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 get in the loop, get in the queue. It takes you know a little bit to figure out what you're going to do. Start building your boat now, and don't let indecision stop you in your tracks. Just make the call or go yeah. on and fill out your information today, so that you're at least you're in the loop for a free consultation. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Dr. Be smart. Kirk. Be a little smarter than your brother-in-law or the other guys at the water cooler at work. There you do, go. Do, do do the right thing. Be smart. Thank you so much, Doctor Kirk. We really appreciate your time. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't. You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you. Even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today... That change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.